What's happening, guys? Welcome to the football podcast. Um, I'm not sure we haven't really got a title for this yet. At the moment, I'm just effectively just going with the flow, just speaking, seeing what happens. Basically, just getting what's off, getting what's on my mind out there in the open. But today, I think the best thing we could do is probably, I say, maybe pick the top four from the top five leagues. And when I say top five, I do mean Premier League, uh, Bundesliga, Syria, La Liga, and the Liga. So, France, England, Germany, Spain, Italy. I know that recently in FIFA rankings, Portugal has gone above uh, France, but I don't know enough about Portuguese football to be able to pick the top four. And also, from what I know from the other leagues, so England, Germany, and all that lot, top four is Champions League. So it's fair to say, pick top four of the Champions League and go from there. I think the best place to probably start would be... England, probably the most competitive league in Europe at the moment, probably got the best teams at the moment, um, so yeah, let's start with there. Top four I think is fairly dead set though, when you look at it, Liverpool, Man United, Man City, Chelsea, I can't see anybody getting in ahead of those four, it's then picking who would finish top, second, third, fourth, I do think it's going to be very, very close this season. So if I was if I was trying to pick if I was trying to pick a champion, I would probably have to pick see I want to say Man United, but I would pick Chelsea. Chelsea I think with Tuchel there as their manager, they are definitely a strong contender. So I'd pick Chelsea going top. Not by much though. I think it's going to be very close between first and fourth. It's going to be it's going to be literally maybe the final couple of weeks. That's when people start dropping off. So I reckon Chelsea first, Man United second, City third, Liverpool fourth. And that's not saying that it's bad for either of those teams to finish where they are. It's going to be very very close, and these are definitely the most competitive sides. I mean, you look at Chelsea's team; they've got Edouard Mendy. Then their defence is stacked with Thiago Silva, Rudiger, Christensen, uh, Aspilicueta, James, Chilwell, Alonso. I do think there's a big mistake letting Zuma go and not having that deal for Kunde lined up. But it's not as if it's not as if it's really affected them so far. If they do get an injury, they might it's gonna really affect them a little bit, but they're tactically flexible enough to move from a back five into a back four. So they could easily do it. Um, and then you look at their midfield. You've got Jorginho. You've got Kante. who's like three players in one. Um, Kovacic. Mount. Havertz. Uh, Timo Werner. Romelu Lukaku. Um, who else have they got? They've got a good set of players there. Hakim Ziyech. Callum Hudson-Odoi. They've got a pretty good squad. So them winning the title, I think they're probably favourites just through the Tuchel effect. A lot of people say Lukaku, yeah he's definitely going to bring you goals, but I think having Tuchel there is the main reason why they are probably favourites for the title in my opinion. Then obviously you look at the other, two, the other three teams. Um, Man United got a pretty strong squad this season. You could argue that, or well, it's not even you could argue, it is a known fact that their weakest spot is definitely defensive midfield. The number six role, but then you just look around the rest of the squad. David De Gea, 
Dean Henderson, Aaron Wambasaka, Rafael Varane, uh, Harry Maguire, Luke Shaw, Alex Telles, Bruno Fernandes, Cristiano Ronaldo, Fred Pogba, McTominay, Matic, Rashford, Sancho, Anthony Martial. They got a ridiculously stacked squad. Even just their attack alone. Edinson Cavani I didn't even mention. Greenwood I didn't even mention. They've got a ridiculously stacked squad. So if they're not challenging for the title this season, it is definitely going to be a huge letdown. But I reckon they will definitely fight for the title. And then Man City, just it's Man City, it's Pep Guardiola. Yeah, they haven't really got a solid out-and-out striker. But Jesus under and Pep Guardiola is already he scores goals, his record for Man City is ridiculous, I'm pretty sure his record is almost like a goal every other game and then Jack Grealish coming in for 100 mil I think is definitely overpaid but yeah, it's good enough he, Jack Grealish joining Man City is probably best for him, he's playing week in week out already but then you look and you think Kevin De Bruyne Ilkay Gundogan uh, Rodri Fernandinho, Ruben Diaz, Americ Laporte, Edison. This is already ridiculously. They've got a good squad. And the, most of that squad was there last season. In fact, I think all of them except Grealish was there last season. So they're definitely up there as well. Then Liverpool, Salah, Firmino, Mane. Firmino's probably, for me, Firmino is definitely the weakest point of that front three. If I was Liverpool in that summer, I would have definitely looked at a striker. Obviously, I know that they mainly focused on their strengthening or effectively renewing contracts, tying down, securing their future, basically. But bringing in only Ibrahima Kanate, it's not really... I don't think it's the best transfer business that possibly could have been done. It's Liverpool, so you know they're going to be up there, but... Striker would have been fantastic. Um, yeah, Edison, no, Edison, Allison, Virgil van Dijk. Uh, obviously, I mentioned Ibrahima Kanate, Alexander Arnold as well. Um, Fabinho, Thiago, Naby Keita. They've got they've got a very very good squad. Got a very very good starting eleven. The squad isn't as good as the rest of the top four, but they can definitely withstand the fight this uh, this season. I mean, look what happened last season. They lost a couple of players through injury, and they still managed to finish fourth. Or was it third? They still managed to finish in the top four. That's all that matters. Then you've got, obviously, the other teams knocking on the door. You've got Leicester, maybe Tottenham. If they can put this recent run of bad form behind them, then they could definitely be in there. But there you go. They, they could easily fight for top four as well. Oh well, so I think maybe the be next best thing to move or next best league to move on to would probably be Germany, because other than England, Germany is one of my favourite leagues to watch. I have obviously a few favourite leagues to watch, a few favourite teams I like to watch. I'm a Man United fan, obviously just putting that out there. So yeah, all right, get it all out. You don't like Man United fans, but there I like watching German football. I like watching Italian football, French to an extent. Um, because to be fair, there's only really PSG to watch, but then you've got a good few teams. But when we get on to France, we'll, we'll go through that. Uh, but yeah, on to German football. Bayern Munich to win the title. Nagelsmann, getting Nagelsmann from Leipzig was an absolute steal. 
the fact that nobody else was in for him it's probably it was actually probably the luck of for Bayern this season no major team had really got rid of their manager except for Real Madrid and they wanted Ancelotti they got Ancelotti in Bayern Munich had Nagelsmann in mind and Nagelsmann was just he's going to be fantastic at Bayern I've no doubt about it and then bringing in Upamakanu, uh, who else did they manage to bring in? But even just keeping Lewandowski, keeping Lira Sane, 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 whatever, um, Joshua Kimmich, they've got a good, very, very good squad. And then Alfonso Davis, they brought in Omar Richards from Reading as their backup left back. Bayern are going to win the title this season. Lewandowski is going to score a ridiculous amount of goals again. Who knows? Maybe we'll get 42 goals this season in the Bundesliga. Who really knows? But then finishing out the top four in in Germany, Borussia Dortmund. Um, I want to say Mönchengladbach as well, but if I was a betting man, if I actually have a look at the tie, look at the table now, I'm pretty sure that it's Dortmund Leverkusen. If I have a look. So, the top four at the moment is Bayern, Leverkusen, Wolfsburg, and uh, Dortmund. Gladbach are down in 11th and Leipzig in 10th. I would back Leipzig to make top four, because it's only six games into the season. So, I would probably bag, looking at the way the league is going already... Obviously Dortmund are in there. Erling Haaland is going to bag you goals and he will drag you kicking and screaming to the top four like he did last season. Losing Jadon Sancho is a big loss, but bringing in Daniel Marlon, having Gio Reyna, Jude Bellingham, it's it's definitely a major, major plus Borussia Dortmund. So Dortmund are definitely in there. I would put Dortmund definitely up to finish second. Um, Wolfsburg this season, they have been... They've been strong, and they don't show any sign of slowing down, and effectively any team managing to get past them. The only team that I would back to beat them twice this season is Bayern Munich. Dortmund could push them, Leverkusen have a chance, but I, I just don't think anybody else can, so I reckon Wolfsburg are definitely in there. I don't know enough about their team to be able to comment, but... I do think that the way that they're playing this season and where they are on the table, I've heard so much, I've heard a lot of good things about them. So I'd back them to finish top four, and then rounding it out, for me, it's got to be RB Leipzig. They are a quality team. They've got what they've they managed to bring in Andre Silva, which is an absolute steal. The guy scored the most amount of goals other than Lewandowski in the Bundesliga last season. They are, they're just, they're ridiculously stacked. They brought in Guardiol from uh, Dinamo Zagreb, I think it was. And then they managed to bring in uh, Simaken as well. Like losing Upamakanu and Konate is a big loss, but have, bringing in those two, you're not going to hit the ground running straight away. But it's a major plus for Leipzig. Who else do they have? They got um, uh, Nkunku. Nkunku is a quality player. He is ridiculously good. I mean, if you look at the weekend, they won 6 0. They've got they've got a good side. They've got Forsberg, 
Paulsen. They don't obviously have Sabitzer anymore because he joined Bayern Munich, which obviously is a big steal for Bayern Munich. Sabitzer is a fantastic player, but it's going to be. I reckon that Leipzig will. They will definitely. I back them to finish, finish in top four. So now, the only the only effective place I reckon that, or the effective league that we can move on to next. I would probably say Italy. Italy's probably the place that I want would want to move on to now. And my top four, straight out of the bag, my top four. Inter AC, so Inter Milan, AC Milan, um Napoli and Juventus. I don't see Roma making top four. And it's not a slate on Jose Mourinho, just a lot of people saying he's gonna go back there and he's gonna get he's gonna Catch it, he's going to get his magic back. He's going to show that he's still got it. That the Italian league isn't really the best, and it's nice and slow, and it's perfect for him. I don't think so. I think the Italian league doesn't get enough credit, and he's going to be humbled. But yeah, I think that top four that I picked is definitely going to be there. At the moment, Napoli's top of the table, six wins from six games. Um, Milan close second. They got five wins and one draw and six. And then uh, Inter Milan, four wins, two draws. So those are the only three teams that are unbeaten. Juventus are down in 10th, two wins, two draws, two losses. Got a goal difference of zero. I still back them to finish in top four. It's Massimiliano Allegri. He is one of the best managers in Europe, hands down. One of the best in the world. One of the most tactically flexible managers. He will get the best out of whatever he has. The guy who won five Scudettos on the bounce with Juventus. But yeah, Napoli, very, very good side. Uh, Lorenzo Insigne, he's a quality player. Um, the way that, just the way they're playing. Kaladu Koulibaly, what a player, what a centre-back. Maybe it's a shame he never got the move to the Premier League that he was always touted for and I think he always wanted, but to be fair, he's doing all right in Napoli. He's not, he's, I don't think he's ever really won anything, but... I still think that he's he's perfect there. That is his team. Why move? Why leave? Just stay there. You stay in your comfort zone. As a footballer, sometimes you need to. Uh, AC Milan under Stefano Pioli, they are they're, they're just they're a quality side going forwards. Losing Don, losing uh, Gianluigi Donnarumma in in the summer, it was a big loss. But getting Mike Magnon is just it's a steal, in my opinion. He's one of the best keepers in Europe. And getting him into that club and to play Champions League football, great, great business. And then you just look up the, you look up the pitch, they've got Brahim Diaz, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, um, Sandro Tonali. They've got a fantastically stacked squad. Romagnoli, he's been kept out of the side by Fikayo Tomori. It's ridiculous. Then Teo Hernandez down on the left. Is they've got a good team, and I back them to definitely finish in the top four. Uh, Inter Milan as well. Okay, losing Conte and Romelu Lukaku in the summer was obviously it's a big loss, but they've really taken that this season so far and just gone. Oh well, hop a bit. It's it's great. They've brought in obviously Edin Dzeko. Edin Dzeko is not the player you think you want to replace Romelu Lukaku. But at the moment, they don't seem like they're missing him. 
Akraf Hakimi was definitely a big loss as well because he's just something else at right back or even right mid. I'm not sure really what they they play in a very very weird formation and it with the defending with five and then attacking with only three at the back and it's just Akraf Hakimi is one of the best players for it. But losing him's a big loss. But again, they've they've rose up to that challenge. But yeah, I back them to definitely finish in the top four. And then there was the Juventus, as I was saying, Massimiliano Allegri. It's fantastic. Got one of the best managers, one of my favourite managers. But then you look at their team, Wojciech Szczesny. Then you've got Alexandro, Giorgio, Giorgio Chiellini. I can never pronounce his name right. Um, Leandro, Leonardo Bonucci, Matthias De Ligt, Paolo Dybala, Alvaro Morata. Then they've got Moise Ken on loan. They've got Adrian Rabio. They've got Manuel Locatelli. They've got a good, good squad. I didn't even mention Juan Cuadrado. They've got a ridiculously good squad. I know losing Ronaldo is a big loss, but with players like Paolo Dybala and Alvaro Morata in that team, and Moise Ken as well, you would expect them to be able to push up. They've even I forgot to mention Federico Chiesa. And uh, Dejan Kulusevski, I guarantee I pronounced that wrong, but they've got a very, very good team. So I do back them to finish in the top four, and I reckon it will happen. When it comes to actually winning, who's going to win the title? I back, I, I back AC Milan to do it. They usually do drop off towards the end of the season. But I back them to finally break that duck. I would probably put then into Juventus and then Napoli. Because I think Napoli are going to go for a bad run of form. So this good early lead or early good winning run is going to do them solid come the end of the season. Okay, so if we're going to move on to anywhere now. It's uh, we got to choose between either Spain or France. I'm going to go with Spain. There's some stuff about France I do want to be able to talk about on the end of the podcast. So, top four. At the moment, the top four is Real Madrid, Real Sociedad, Sevilla, and Atletico Madrid. I would back the top four to be Real, Atletico, Barcelona, and then Sevilla. Actually, scratch that. Not Sevilla. No, actually, no, I'm going to stick with Sevilla. I was going to say Sociedad, but I'm going to stick with Sevilla. Uh, winning the title is between two teams for me. It's between Real and Atletico. It's Simeone versus Ancelotti. There's only those two. I, I would probably personally put Atletico winning the title with Real in second. But that's just me. Um, I would definitely put Sevilla in third and Barca in fourth. I think Barca are only going to scrape Champions League football this season. Which could possibly cost Ronald Koeman his job. Um, when you look at Barca's team though, losing Messi. Just, it's so, it's, it, it, was the, it wasn't the end of the story we, we thought it would be. We thought, well at least I thought, that the ending to the Messi story would be retirement at Barcelona, retire as a champion. 
but he left following a dismal season for obviously both personally although he had a fantastic season but in his own personal standards it was a dismal season and then for the club as well just it was awful but then you look who they managed to bring in they've got Eric Garcia for free Sergio Aguero for free even though he wants to leave uh, Memphis Depay who else did they manage to bring in I think they brought in um, they did bring in Emerson Royale but then they sold him straight away the Tottenham to make a profit which they needed then they've got Yusuf Demir on loan for a season that's a great signing um, and Sufati if he can stay there if he can stay fit he can do he can do well like on the weekend he bagged a goal in the 91st minute after coming on the 81st it's not bad but then you just look and think but then your strike your strikers are Luke de Jong and Martin Braithwaite that's not what you expect to win your title, is it? Or win your anything, is it? I know that saying that now, the words are going to probably come back and bite me on the backside, but that ain't the point. But yeah, I bet them to finish fourth. I feel sorry for Memphis Depay, though. He got the, he got the, effectively got told that you can come to um, Barcelona, you can play with Lionel Messi, you can play with this, you, we're going to go for the title. And straight away Messi leaves because they can't afford to pay him. It's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, Sevilla in third for me. We've got a very, very good team. Brought in Thomas Delaney. Um, but then they've got also even Rakitic, Suso, and, and Nesri, is it? But then the big, the best thing about their summer, they kept Jules Kunde. Fantastic defender, keeping him solid, solid in my opinion. It's just it was fantastic. It was magnificent business to keep him in that side. And then they brought in Eric Lamella. Losing Brian Hill is probably not what you want, but Eric Lamella is not exactly a bad player. But yeah, I backed them to finish, finish third, um, and maybe a good run in Europe. Possibly Europa League, maybe. I'm not, I don't think they're. I don't know if they're in the group stage of the Champions League. Uh, if I have a look now, I could probably tell you. They're not playing today. It doesn't record in this Champions League. Is it's the 28th of September and Champions League is happening again. They are in the Champions League. They've got Wolfsburg in their group. I I do reckon though I do reckon that they're gonna maybe lose out when it comes to when it comes to getting through the knockout stages or getting into the knockout stages and got dropped down to Europa League. And then they could have a good run there. I saw what happened last time they were there. Um yeah, I reckon they'll finish they'll finish um in in third maybe just above Barcelona but they're definitely going to be above them but now we get onto the top two I say oh look I'm just okay quick just break from it PSG are 1-0 up against Man City I don't like Man City <laughs> um, anyway back to the back to the topic of conversation Real Madrid second place they've got a very very good side Thibaut Courtois. They've got David Alaba. That's a great signing. 
the losing losing Ramos and Varane's a big loss, but Alaba coming in is great. Edo Militao's gonna get some gonna get some chances, gonna obviously get a better run in the team. Then obviously Nacho Fernandez, uh, Jesus Vallejo. It's is definitely they've got a very very good side. But with the way some of their players are aging and then some of the form of those players, i.e. Eden Hazard he needs to be able to find a good run of form and find that form he had at Chelsea if he's going to push you know, if he's going to push Real Madrid to the title but I can't see that happening and then Karim Benzema that that man just rolling back the ears he obviously he sort of stalled a bit when Ronaldo towards the end of Ronaldo's career at Real Madrid but he's definitely he is Definitely showing why Real Madrid bought him. He is a quality striker. I've always had faith in him, and he is a quality striker. And then the signing of Eduardo Camavinga. That's a fantastic signing. It was amazing. The fact they managed to bring him in for a pretty cheap price as well is very, very good on their part. And then you think, in January, they're going to sign Mbappe for free. And possibly next summer, even put in a bid for Erling Haaland. Next season, Real Madrid could possibly win the title again, but at this point, I have them down for second. And that's not that's not saying anything bad about Ancelotti. It's just I think Atletico Madrid are on another level. That's in my that's my personal opinion. And then if you look at Atletico, he just yeah no blacking goal. He's for me he's probably the best goalkeeper in the world. You've got Marco Sorrente. Yannick Carrasco, you've got Luis Suarez. What else? Um, Antoine Griezmann's come back. Yao Felix. Rodrigo de Paul. That is that might be the signing of the summer in the in La Liga. That's a steal. Rodrigo de Paul is he's a quality player. He's almost single handedly kept Udinese in effectively possibly dragged them to where they were in the league. Probably didn't keep them where they were, like they obviously could have gone higher, but he dragged them to where they were. He's a quality player, and him moving to Atletico Madrid is probably one of the best, one of the best moves he could have made. But then I think that's for me. I think the top four, Atletico winning the title, and I would say they were because Simeone is a great manager, great defensive manager, and I I just think they're on another level compared to Real Madrid and the rest of the competition in in Spain. So. We move on now to France. Top four. At the moment, the top four is PSG, Lens, Marseille and Nice. I would definitely... My top four, PSG is obviously there. Chance of them not winning the title is... They're, they're slim, but, you know, there's always the hope. Poch, please bottle it. Nothing against you, Poch, but, you know, because he's obviously listening. Um, Marseille, Nice, and from I'm looking at the league table. The way it's going, the top four could stay what it is right now. But I'd probably back Leon to get in there ahead of Lens. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. Len, Lens, I don't know, but I would definitely back them in. From what I've heard, Marseille's tactics are crazy the way they fly forward is meant to be ridiculously good so 
I'm not, I would definitely possibly back them to finish in the top four. Maybe they could maybe finish runners up. Who knows? But then Nice bringing in. Um, oh, I can't remember his name now. It's going to bug me. He managed Lille last season. I'm actually looking now. I'm on the Sky Sports uh, School Centre. Who is it? Who, who did they? What's, what's his name? Ah, God's sake. Uh, that's it, Etienne. Nice, nice. Christophe Galtier. Bringing him in. That's an absolute stroke of genius. It's a big loss for Lille, but strike a genius from Nice. And he will easily get them into the top four. I think there's no doubt about it. And you look at Leon. I think Leon will. Obviously, losing the pie is a big, obviously, another big loss. But you've got Moussa Dembele. You've got um, Lucas Paqueta. They've got a good side. They've got a very, very good side. And I do think they'll manage to make top four. And then, obviously, PSG are winning the title. Eight wins from eight. They're already nine points clear at the top of the table. They don't win. I have no idea what's going to I have no idea what's wrong. And then you look, you think, Mbappe, Neymar, Messi, Di Maria, Ander Herrera, Gigi Wijnaldum, Akraf Hakimi, Sergio Ramos, Marquinhos, Kimpembe. It's already ridiculous. Nuno Mendes. It's ridiculous. Just, I, if they don't win, if they don't win the title, there's something wrong. But then you look even goalkeepers as well. Kenan Navas, Gigi Donnarumma. If they don't win the title, that's the probably they've got a sack potch, in my opinion. In my opinion, if they don't win the title, they've got a sack potch. Because that is just it's unacceptable with that squad. You could argue it's the same for United with the players they got, but PSG, that league is almost written for them to win that title with that squad. But yeah, I back them to finish first. Maybe the top, the rest of the top four could be Marseille, Nice, Lyon, but that could easily change. I think I just, I think Nice are definitely in there with Christophe Galtier, Marseille with the way I've heard they've been playing them finishing top four is definitely likely but then it's just you never know with football anything could happen yeah that's how I see it happening um, when you look Champions League it's the four English sides are definitely the favourites um, PSG are up there Bayern Munich I you know, maybe to an extent Real Madrid but I don't think I would actually back them to do it I can't think of anyone else that could possibly go for it. I think it, there's a high possibility of an all-English final, again, for the second year in a row. But I can't think I can't think of anybody else that would possibly even challenge for that Champions League. I actually the way they're playing could move slightly, they could push definitely for it, but they could maybe further they can get as quarterfinals. Dortmund again it's another dark horse with Erling Haaland in that squad you could definitely fight for quarterfinals semi-finals um, other than that though I can't think of any, any other team but yeah those are my top fours from across Europe I hope you enjoyed it guys um, obviously I'm hoping to release maybe one a week one podcast a week who knows 
this is just at the moment this is the only this is the first topic I can think of that I can get straight out there it's it's a good it's a nice thing to get I want to be able to get this out get all the stuff that I have in my mind when it comes to football out there for you guys to listen to yeah thanks for listening hopefully you can tune back in next time and hopefully I'll have a goddamn title cheers enjoy <laughs>